0: Welcome to The Male Mogul Podcast, where we discuss topics that will positively transform the way people live and lead in their communities. Here are your hosts, Walter Mendenhall and Dr. DT Shackleford. Evening, everybody. How are you guys doing today? This is Walter Mendenhall, uh, founder of The Male Mogul Initiative, and we're here to welcome you to the fourth episode of the Male Mogul pot Podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm here with my co-host, Dr. Shaq, man. Mm-hmm. Dr. Shaq, how you doing today? Man, I'm man? doing
1: well, man. I'm blessed to be here. I'm grateful to be here and I'm ready to learn from you and yeah. I'm, I'm ready to chop it up, man. I'm ready to just talk about insightful things that we have going most
0: definitely man most definitely so man first i just want to know man what's the good news man what any updates (laughs) man personally (laughs) man you know just want to know what's going on with you yeah yeah
1: man so um this is always a good thing i'll start from the inside out so my mother um um she had an opportunity to come up and check out chicago so me and my wife hosted the uh, hosted my mother What's first here time recently? Uh, this is the second time, okay. but the first time she wasn't here long. So okay. I'm being able to have my mother here um, and bless the home. Awesome. So that's always a good thing, man. Awesome. No kids yet. All awesome, right. Man. So you ain't getting none of that news. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so we go. We good on that part. Um, and then other than that, man, just um, which I'm sure we'll talk about uh, later, man, but just have had some powerful, powerful things that has transformed lives within classrooms this yeah. summer. And then also on the streets, man. So um, God has allowed for me to do some amazing things on the streets as well, man. So God is working. And so uh, I'm so excited to have the opportunity to, to speak about it, man. So awesome.
0: Man. Awesome, man. Yeah, with me, <laughs> man, things been good, man. Family's been good. Yep. Uh, son's been just growing, man. <laughs> He's like, I he, he feel like, man, he grow every day, man. He get yep. bigger, taller, heavier, man. So <laughs> Um, it's been a joy. It's been a joy. It's Mm. been a joy to, uh, do that with my wife. Um, and just kind of just, uh, You know that journey of parenthood, man. Man. It ain't no joke.
1: I bet it isn't, man. So you get a lot of sleep. You getting a lot of sleep,
0: right? Man, no, not really, man. But I'm getting used to it, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then just a lot of great things uh, from a male mogul perspective, man. Just great things. So Mm -hmm. I haven't told you yet. I wanted to wait to the podcast. So Mm -hmm. uh, we got a fifteen thousand dollar grant from uh,
1: Willow Springs Charitable Trust. Mm -hmm. So man! It's it's either this or the clap or whichever (laughs) one, (laughs) man. So. I don't know if I can shake my locks <laughs> on camera too. I guess that works too, yeah, man. man. So
0: such a blessing, man. Yeah, blessing, man. Yeah. We also got a, uh, a donation uh, of $2,500 and also 15 laptops mm. uh, from Associates mm. Bank. Mm. So I just want to shout mm. Associates Bank out. Uh, they're right there in Bronzeville uh, on, on 47th mm-hmm. Street, man, mm-hmm. right off Cottage Grove. Mm-hmm. So um, just big shout out. Thank you. Um, I think yeah. this will definitely be a blessing. Uh, to some of the youth and just helping them, and just even helping us uh, with our programming, man. So I'm, I'm definitely grateful for that. Yes, um, yes. Cannot do this work ahead. alone. As we,
1: as we know, you need resources and you need people with the right heart that's willing to give, man. So we are so grateful for the support. Um, it's definitely transforming not only lives but the communities that are, that, that that are that these lives exist in. So. Um, no, it's definitely a blessing, man. Most definitely, Mm -hmm. man. And, uh, also
0: too, I know, uh, you was with your, uh, family, but, Mm -hmm. um, we actually, me and Keith, uh, one of our young men, we actually participated in the Bud Billiken parade. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we were on the float. Uh, they only invited, uh, three people out. So me and Keith Mm -hmm. were, you Mm -hmm. know, one of the people that was able to walk with Nike Mm. and uh a couple other organizations man mm. and just uh part of this initiative called the uh Black Community Commitment mm. and I'm just glad that you know Nike asked us to come out and mm. just you know uh support and mm. uh, just partner with them so I'm just grateful man just like man wait just doors are being open yes man this yes. it's, it's, it's great man and you know I'm telling you this real time <laughs> cuz I want your real time reaction yeah no man. no this
1: is well what is what is What's it allowing me to do is reflect. My my father always talks about reflective focus. Yeah. So you're speaking present, and I'm thinking 2017 with five kids in the basement. Most definitely. Right? So like I'm like as you're talking to me and it's real time, I'm thinking 2017 with five kids in the basement. Most definitely. And your son is the fifth. Yeah. (laughs) They say a coincidence is God's way of staying anonymous. Right? Yeah. And so when you look at how powerful that is, and for us to now be in 2021, that's five years later, right? Oh, yeah. That's triple five, right? Yeah, most definitely, man. Most definitely, man. <laughs> so that's, in five is the number of grace. Yeah. Right? Uh, it's just like the Holy Spirit is giving me this in live time, okay? All right, so we're going to talk that's in live slow. time. All right, so that's a triple five. Yeah. That's a triple, that's a triple. So whenever you see that, you know God's hand is on it. All throughout the Bible, you see the number five. Yeah. And it's symbolic of his grace. So it seems to me um, that God is, as you, as the leader, He's graced you with things and been able to give you the wisdom yeah. and the the, the knowledge uh, to lead Male mogul. And it's up. It's only by His grace that it is doing as well as it is, man. So shout out to God, man. Yeah, because God, he's, definitely. <laughs> definitely. shout out I to God, God man. Yeah. So that's powerful stuff, yeah, and I'm, I'm so grateful. So yeah, when you tell me that. I'm thinking of where it started. And the good book said, one man plants, another man waters, but God get an increase. 100%. So he's definitely doing that, man. Most definitely, man. I actually Mm. got
0: some more good news. (laughs) There we go, man. We on on a good news free right here. Most definitely, man. So actually, yesterday we were invited uh, by another organization Mm. uh, to attend a private screening of Chance the Rapper's new uh, uh, movie coming out. Mm. Wow. So, uh, you know. We got to gather wow. some of the youth, man, and, <laughs> you know, support. Yeah. And yeah. then on uh, Wednesday, we're actually uh, going to be one of the uh, organizations featured on Chicago Tonight, mm. which is on uh, Channel 11 uh, mm. WTTW. Um, just a uh, nightly uh, Chicago Tonight news mm. um Kind of more in depth mm-hmm, news, mm-hmm. uh non-biased news, mm-hmm. uh non-sensational news, but you know, they're coming out to Boxville and they want to just learn more about what we do, man. Mm-hmm. So, man, just man, like you said, five <laughs> kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, in two thousand seventeen, man, and just uh the recognition and the, you know, um just the the, the scale of which mm-hmm. it's been able to grow, man, has just been truly just Truly grateful for
1: it, man. I, I believe, I mean, I have this, this hat right here, man, and it's male mogul. Um, and on the front of it, we, we had humble put on the front of it. Yeah. Um, and there's a, there's a, a Bible verse that mm-hmm. I always like to say that the fear of the Lord is the wisdom's instruction and that humility comes before honor, Yeah. right? And so I'm hearing these, these awards and I'm hearing so many things that God has been able to do, um, through his vessels. Cause that's all we are. Yeah. It's been through humility. Um, and I told you, um, first man, when I first met you, it was your humility that I fit, that I, I met first, um, and initially. And so, um, as you go into the fifth year, man, as we approaching the fifth year of male mogul, man, it's been humility, yeah. um, and, and having the, the humbleness to, um, represent not only yourself, but your family. Um, and so that bleeds over, right? Um, Leadership, and specifically when you talk in oil, it falls downward, man. Yeah. So when you talk about leadership, and when you talk about the good and bad, it falls down. Most definitely. Right. So when you talk talking about accountability and what 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 really comprises an individual who leads an organization, it's the good and bad that they get credit for, 100%, right? 100%. Right. So so it's always good to just let you know in front in front of the public eye, man, that this is definitely an individual um that lives by this. You don't just wear the hat. Um, you allow for your heart, um, to be a stance of, of humility, man. And so that's easy to plug myself up into an individual that represents that. So they shout that. out to not only God, but the way in which you handle yourself and that humility, it falls down on even the individuals that you lead, the keeps yeah. the braces, Yeah, right? You can just see that humility and yeah. being able to learn from you, um, in us, man, but Big shout out, man! I'm always very grateful of this man because this man is um, really—he is humility on feet, and that's that's a powerful thing, man. So I appreciate that, man. Before we get started, Mm -hmm. though, man, you know
0: it's that time, Mm -hmm. man. It's football season coming up, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I just kind of just want to ask a couple questions with uh, to you, just about you know, just uh, you know, a couple football questions. First one, man, how you think Ole Miss going to do in this Mm -hmm. SEC, man?
1: Hey, look, man, look. My wife asked me this the other day. I'm all I'm, I'm what you call an eternal optimist about. All all I right? yeah. Look, we, if you ask me, we taking every single game, not every oh. game, every single game. all oh, right? Don't about that. So man, that's that's, that's my I perspective with Ole Miss. All right. Look, man. Look, I told you before. Me and the lane and the lane, they call it the lane train. We initially when he was at Tennessee, we didn't jail the best, yeah. but he at my alma. Mater, he at the University of Mississippi, and he's doing an amazing job with the program. I love our quarterback and Matt Corral. I love okay. everything we have going on. So you know what? It's not going to be easy. In the SEC West, it's like the jungle. So yeah, man, like I got ultimate faith and I'm going down there to the Grove one game and I got to hype my boys up, man. So, okay, man. I'm I, I won't come yeah. with you, man. <laughs> yeah, for real. I won't come with for you. Real. I would love for you to come down, man, come. and get some I want see SEC I, I just never been. Never, never been, been to an SEC game? Never been to an SEC game. It man. is live, man. Okay. We have what we call the Grove, and it's like tents everywhere. Okay. And then it's like, I mean, it's just amazing, the walk of champions the entire okay. atmosphere. So you're going to let me experience together. all that. Bro, it's it's amazing, man. I'm telling okay. you, old Miss, man, as far as game day traditions, okay. you won't get any better. Okay. So, like, all you right. can be, you can you can write that down, man. Okay. So all <laughs> right. so for real. Yeah. So are right, you asked me by OCC? How was Illinois, man? How are how we, how we doing this year, man? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's hard to be optimistic, man. Oh, <laughs> that yeah, hurt. Man. A whole lot to you. Yeah. Man. I mean, we got a new coach. I, I think we got the right guy. Oh. Um, but you know, it takes time, man. It takes it new time. system, things <laughs> like that. You know, I hope he can, you know, get 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 six wins mm. out. But mm-hmm. you know, pandemic
1: and. <laughs> you know, short recruiting season, don't you know. We're blaming you on the pandemic, man. Everybody, look, you get two years of grace for the pandemic, bro, know, next year, no, nobody get pandemic grace. Yo, Everybody man. gotta just I pay ball, know, yeah. So. I don't know,
0: man, but, um, I'm, gonna come, I'm gonna go down to a game, man. How you come with me,
1: man. <laughs> I definitely would, man.
0: About Illinois, it, it just depends if we win it or not. There you go. <laughs> so if we win it, it's live.
1: Okay. If we ain't winning, it's it's you know it's 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 a lot to be desired. Well, Ole Miss is known for, I mean, several things, but one of the major things is the game day atmosphere. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's gonna probably be not SEC. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, man. I ain't
0: gonna lie to you. Yeah, but it's a it's a nice little little little, little something, <laughs> man. That's all I can say. Yeah, depending yeah. on the record, man. So that's all I'm gonna say. There. All right. Man. So uh, last question, <laughs> man. So. You being from Alabama, man, what y'all, do y'all even watch pro football, man? Who y'all, who y'all,
1: you know, cheer I for? Man, I never grew up with a pro team. Like, man. that's crazy. Man. Some you asked that, like, we don't have a pro basketball team, pro football, pro baseball. Like, we just, man, like, we still hanging on to, like, it's Bama, Auburn, <laughs> Ole Miss, Mississippi State. That's man. pretty much what you have. Man. And yeah, so like most people gravitate to like you get the New Orleans Saints because that's mm-hmm. in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, My pops, he was an easy grant. He's a Dallas Cowboy yeah. fan. OK, so you get the Cowboys. Of course, that's what they say. America's team. But what? other than that, man, it's like so for the people in the south right now, specifically Mississippi and Alabama, these next few weeks, these Saturdays it's about to be like heaven yeah like they get an opportunity to just watch nothing but college football and it's alabama auburn it's old miss mississippi state man so and then of course there's a lot of other powerful colleges in those specific states but mm-hmm. those four specifically um with they with them being in the sec yo it's got like you. it's insane so got you, got yeah you, man. man so i think you need to become a bears fan here, <laughs> Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> They're trying to I'm you trying Chicago, to get parking in.
0: Yeah, man. You're gonna have to, you know, watch some Bears games, man. <laughs> so I'm optimistic about the Bears, man. Yep. I, I you know I, I think uh Justin Fields might, you know, be the answer. So I mean I think we got everything, man. We just need a quarterback, man. So, you know, I know Andy Dalton there and just hopefully, you know he he do something if he don't i think we got somebody that we can build with so yeah hopefully you can make the playoffs and we'll see what happens
1: i like justin fields i yeah. like him that he's mobile right yeah. i think you got somebody that can really step in um it's fast pace yeah. but i think you got somebody that you definitely can build with
0: most yeah yeah most definitely no. man so most definitely man so let's uh switch gears yeah. and i just kind of want to recap this summer man as the summer is mm-hmm. starting to end and mm-hmm. You know, it's always this, you know, kind of thing about summertime in Chicago Mm. and just, you know, some of the violence and the crisis Mm. and things like that. I just want to go to a positive, man. I want to talk about the good stuff. man. I want to talk about, you know, the the transformation that is uh, happening here Mm -hmm. in this city. I think a lot of times, you know, they hear the negative Mm -hmm. from outsiders. They hear the violence. They hear the people being shot. Mm. And it's just like to them, they don't. Feel that nobody's doing anything about it. Wow! And I just think you know, a lot of times people like us and you know people all over city doing this work are kind of these you know unsung heroes mm-hmm. that are you know trying to change the narrative, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. So I know you had a uh, summer program yeah. and through uh, after school matters, yeah. Um, and I saw, you know, I came in, man, I saw some mm-hmm. very powerful stuff, man. The mm-hmm. first thing I just kind of want to talk about, man, I just want to describe kind of what, what did you do this summer with mm-hmm. these uh, 15 young men? Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were in the classroom at Urban Prep, man, but it seems mm-hmm. like you guys were
1: outside. You yeah. Guys were just doing <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of yeah. stuff,
0: man. I just kind of just want to just talk about that. man. Yeah. So just kind of just talk to me.
1: Yeah. So, um, One of the things we focused on and and kind of one of the things that we had um, in the classroom at all times Mm -hmm. was a plastic globe. Yeah. Right. And so we held it at all times. And if you needed to speak, it was it would almost be like, you remember when you was younger and you had the ruler? Yeah. Right. And whoever you gave a ruler to, they was able to like lead class. Mm -hmm. So what I did with my classroom, I said, I wanted to think deeper. Right. How can I express symbolism in my classroom to allow for my students to see just how powerful their their hands are and then what they're holding in their hands yes. and symbolically it is the world right mm-hmm. um and so every time i would pass them the globe um if it was a specific uh subject we're talking about in the classroom or if it's what if i mean down to anything before you could speak in the class mm-hmm. you had to have a globe and so the symbolism behind that was essentially global impact. The name mm. of the, the name of the the program this summer was male mogul mentality with the emphasis on men, Oh, right? Yeah. And so how do you hold the world in your marriage, mm. right? When things are seemingly falling between your, your fingers, like how do you hold that together um, from a, from a global perspective in leadership, right? I mean, I think in recent news, what you're seeing right now from a global perspective is just, it's crazy, almost right. Yeah. Like you seeing leadership, yeah. you seeing leadership, and you seeing certain governments and certain regimes. Like you literally see the world. Like it's almost like, like they dropping and they, they fumbling. Drop and they fumbling the ball, <laughs> they right? The world, and, and 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 so when you, I, one thing I did was I I partnered mm. Global Impact with my experience as a football player, mm. and that's exact. That's exactly my word choice. Don't fumble the world. Mm. Right. What do Don't, you mean by that? Yeah. Don't yeah. So. The yeah, yeah. So I had it. I got chills yeah. on my on my own right now. All right. This is good yeah. stuff. All right. What I did was I want I'm always asking God for the idea. Right. Mm-hmm. So how do you marry the two? How do I marry something from my history so that it meets my current moment? Mm. Right. And so what it was for me was a football meeting the world. Right. I mean, you only see a certain perspective of the world up under a helmet. 100 percent. Once the helmet comes off, you're like, yo, I really know my skin color. Mm-hmm. Like, I really know my value as a black man because mm-hmm. I didn't own a college campus. Mm-hmm. I was getting pats on the back, right? Mm-hmm. And so now the world sees the man up under the helmet and that person has to face a certain type of world that he never had to face from like 18 to 23, yeah, right? And so how do we meet the two? So what I did was whenever we would have it in the classroom, it was a no drop rule. Mm-hmm. It was a no drop rule, and I had that specifically in place so that they could understand from a symbolic point of view what it's really like when you drop the world. Now, it's plastic right Mm. now. Right. Do you ever have a complete or perfect practice? No. No. Do you have a perfect game? No. So what happened in classroom? They would toss it and one or two guys would drop it. Right. That is reality. Mm. I would not want to have that perspective in my classroom and nobody drops it. Mm. Where's the value in it? Right. Another thing I did was I allowed for each student to hold it and take it home each night. Mm. So I would I would randomly select a student to hold the globe as they went home. What happens as what 15, 16 and 17 year olds? Every now and then you will have one that leave it. Yeah. Now, what happens once the globe is left? You must be able to build a home from broken branches. How do you recover it? Right. So it was one instance where they left the globe and they picked up an expo mark and I was upset. I was was really heated. Mm -hmm. I said, look, you all got three minutes. Somebody something in this room has to symbolize what the world means to you. Mm -hmm. You don't have it with you physically, but you must carry it with you in your heart at all times. They grab an expo mark out the room. And Vincent Van Gogh has this powerful quote. He says, um, "I, I dream my painting and then I paint my dream." And so we had this blank canvas in our room. It's like a white canvas. And what they did was they was expressing to me how important whatever you wrote or whatever you spoke um, conformed or had you to make up what the world actually was. So it was so powerful for me for them at that young age to be able to work with what they had. They doing it all the time. Right. It's just now they see it. Right. They making They they ain't getting a steak every night, but they making it off baloney or they making it off what mother gives them. And so it's like they're not dropping the world. And I think it's so important for them to see just how big of a role they play. Right. I think they look at the organization or they Mm. may look at the individuals that influence them. But to actually see that you are the influencer, you're holding the world, you're holding Chicago, Mm. you're fighting against the bullet, not me, we. Mm. And so once you see that symbolism, once you see that power, the transformation that happened from a global perspective cannot even be expressed as we speak. Mm. It goes deeper than words. So, mm. yeah, it was so mm. powerful. That's good. Man.
0: Yeah. What do you think the major takeaway the students
1: this summer got from your class?
0: You Don't, can name one or two.
1: I, I think overall it goes right back to the point. Don't drop the world. But if you do, pick it back up. Yeah. Every single time it was fumbled, get it back up, get it up, get it up, get it up. And they would move with a certain level of urgency Mm. to pick it up. Mm. Now, what I didn't tell you at the beginning is that you could actually unscrew it. And so once you unscrewed it, I would put paper message, like paper little tags and I would put messages in it. So one would be hope, one would be inspiration, one would be uh, love, one would be right. It's words that's building the world from the inside out. Mm. And so you could screw it on. And if you dropped it. Even if you dropped it, positive Ooh. spilled out. Yeah. But it was only out of what you opened, right? Or what you implanted. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. So the heart of the globe was positive messages, not bullets. Most definitely. Right? Not somebody s- fighting with the things that they don't feel like they can beat or conquer. Yeah. So we, we we make sure to infuse their, their brains and their hearts with positivity. And um, it was so powerful um, that it truly, it, it, it transformed me in a different way. Mm, how so? I think what it did, what it did for me is you, you never really know how a student or a young man or a young woman, uh, in any case, is going to react to the way in which you deliver a message, Yeah. right? You, you don't control that. You don't control the growth in their life, right? Which I, which I have to assume is one of the most Probably it's very difficult and challenging as a parent, right? Yeah. Because you do the watering and you do the plan, but you don't control the growth. Yeah. Right. You do, but you don't. You don't. Right. You you, you don't, don't. Right. And I don't have kids. Right. But I, I would hear my mother and my father talk like in that manner because I have an older brother and a younger sister. And we all grew at different rates. Right. And she, my sister may be powerful in one area that I'm weak in and then I may be. So it's just you never can control that for me god said he'll give seed to the sower so as i'm planning in the classroom i don't know when this seed is going to come up yeah i give you a story um and i'm sure that we will go to so i give you a story uh i had one of my students he was fighting gangs like fighting yes. gang territory um and you know they pulling one way one pulling another and um i take them out to eat right i was like look let's just go eat man like let's just go um like, let me get an opportunity to know you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, below the surface. Yeah. Um, long story short, without even getting too extensive, we go out to eat and I pull up to his community and I drop him off. He looks over to me and says, I love you. Mm. It's just a kid that's, that's like, I mean, he's gangs are pulling on him like he, and he feels open enough to express these things to yeah. me. Um, but it's, I, and I'll say this as a side note, this is like a commercial break. Be careful with how you treat young children's trust. Mm. So much of this generation have taken that for granted. When they give you trust, hold it. It's delicate because they're not giving it to everybody. They're not allowing for everybody to get the inside view. And so when they gave me that, let's go to eat. Let's talk. Let's talk this thing out. Yeah. Don't run, don't run and try to implement a young man who may be weary or may not even understand the direction into a system that's not gonna help him. Yeah. Let's go eat. Yeah. And so I was very particular, and it's another thing about it. Um, the classroom too, I didn't kick one student out. Mm-hmm. Very intentional. I'm not kicking you out, I'm gonna force you to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna force you to hold this globe. You can't walk out on your family, hold the globe. You can't give in to poverty, hold the globe. You can't allow for the circumstances and the situations that happen in your life to allow for you to leave the globe on the ground. Yeah. And so I, I, I allow for that to happen often. But when I when he told me he loved me, it stopped me in my tracks mm. because I'm dropping them off in the neighborhood that most people don't like to go. Yeah. And so for me to see love displayed by a young man in that nature, that's my money. That's yeah. my currency. Most definitely. Not the, not, you talking green paper? <laughs> that ain't it for me. Yeah. It's the currency of the soul. When they give you that, when they give you love, when they give you a hug with their words, that's what touches me. Okay. And so for me, man, that was, that was, if you summed up my entire summer, I, I love you from that student, just about allowed for me to see the impact that, it, that happened in the classroom. Man, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Mm. And
0: just even uh, with our work program, there's a lot of mm. uh, kind of synergy mm. in those things, mm. man. I just kind of want to uh, go into a story that actually happened last summer mm. and then kind of related to what happened this summer. Mm. So uh, last summer, I had a group of uh, young men and most of them uh, worked for me this summer. Mm. So some money came up missing, right? Mm. Uh, I, re- I showed them the paperwork because like we say, you know numbers don't lie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this what was you know so mm. this what it was supposed to be this what was missing mm. so i said that you know you guys better figure out how you're gonna make this right you guys fumbled the mm-hmm. world yeah yeah you <laughs> literally you, know, you fumbled literally. the world yeah i don't want to know who did it mm. i don't want to know nothing like mm-hmm. you know whatever you guys go down in the basement mm. you guys figure out how you gonna make this thing right and if you guys can't figure it out, I'm gonna figure it out for you. Mm. And you ain't gonna want, you know, yeah, right. You ain't gonna want yeah. me to figure it out. <laughs> so, you know, they all went downstairs, a group about 10, 12 of them. Mm. And I don't know what happened downstairs. I heard stories, you know, <laughs> I heard it got pretty heated, mm. but each of them came up and, um, each of them contributed something to what was missing. Mm. Mm. Even people who had nothing to do with it. Wow. You know, and like you said, man, like, you know, you open that globe, you put Mm -hmm. inspirational messages. And I tell my young people all the time that life is 10% what happens to you, 90% how you respond to Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And that it's important to be accountable, Mm -hmm. you know, for your actions. Mm -hmm. You know, and even if you do drop it, you know what I'm saying? You can pick it up and Mm -hmm. keep
1: moving. Wow.
0: Fast forward, these same young men go to college and you know maybe to the world like you know it was the pandemic year things like that Mm. a lot of them weren't successful Mm. a lot of them came back to me this summer you know with their confidence down Mm. you know their hope just Mm. like very distraught Mm. you know a lot of you know mental just things just because of what we went through Mm -hmm. man. george Mm -hmm. floyd you know Mm -hmm. um you know the pandemic you know them going to school and not being able to have a real college yeah. experience and now doing this online learning coming from untraditional college mm-hmm, students mm-hmm. just getting work thrown wow. at them overwhelmed
1: wow. mm-hmm.
0: and you know they just came back to me man some of them didn't finish the first year mm-hmm. some of them were like man college is not for me some you know mm-hmm, just a lot of just you know i guess you can say distraught mm-hmm. and a lot of just people that were young men that were just down mm-hmm. And this summer, those same young men who, you know, maybe were not taking it as seriously mm-hmm. as I would hope, turned a whole different leaf this summer. Hmm. Man. Wow. Wow. And I think like you were saying, man, instilling that hope instilling mm-hmm. that, you know, like that value in them, like mm-hmm. a lot of these young men needed this summer, man, to wow. to 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 regain you know, their confidence, man, to help to to say, you know, you fumbled it, man, mm-hmm. but pick it up and keep mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's still time. Wow. wow. And, um, man, I'm just so proud of the young man and just what they've been able to accomplish Have one young man move into his first apartment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You know, he has 20 years old, you know, has a baby on the way mm. and is handling his business, man. Mm. Employed, mm. working hard, Mm. wants to invest, wants to learn, mm. eager to be a good father, mm. eager to be, you know, basically the man of the house, man, and, mm. and, and take on those responsibilities. And, um, we had a lot to do with that, man. Yeah, man, yeah. yeah. And just to see those things. And a lot of times, like you said, man, you do, sometimes you don't see, you know, that seed grow, but <laughs> when you do see that seed grow. Yeah when I had this young man as a sophomore as mm-hmm. now, you know what I'm saying? It's, you know, it make you feel good, man. It definitely makes <laughs> you feel good. Cause you don't
1: really get to see that a lot of times. No, man. no, you a lot of times don't never live to see the fruit. Yeah. You know, you just the root in dark and just, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You so much for the tree. Yeah, Nobody sees the root. Yeah, and
0: you know? we don't do it for that, but it's <laughs> yeah. always good to see that. Man. Oh, every now to and then. To see progress, man. And you know, that really blessed me just to see these young man's work ethic And also to, you know, helping them to get a plan to, 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 to get back, man, whether that's applying for community colleges, whether that's, you know, getting full-time employment, whether that's joining work programs, Mm -hmm. all the things that, you know, we were able to do this summer during our work program for these young men who, you know, felt that they really didn't have any options, Mm man. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like the male mogul is important and how I feel too, that, you know, there's even a deeper problem in which, I realized that these young men that when they're out of high school, need us more than they do when they in high school Mm. or just as much.
1: Well, could you, I I would love to just hear you just expound on that perspective because I think so many programs are geared geared at high school. Yeah. But the early career success, that gap, right. That 18 to 21, that doesn't go to college. Right. Every, every kid is not going. Yeah. Right how what is your perspective yeah, and how definitely. do you deal like with that because i know a lot of viewers would probably even want to hear i mean that's a challenge for no, so many, especially definitely. when the student from age five to age 17 has equated to six has equated success to a degree yeah
0: most definitely right? so one thing that i learned uh this summer and just like i asked them why did you go to college and a lot of them really didn't have a why it was just that that's what everybody was telling them mm. to do mm. so they really just were like you know oh this is what i'm supposed to do mm. and especially mm. when you ain't got no scholarship when you ain't got you
1: know <laughs> right, right you
0: your first person your generation like you gotta have a why like mm. even in anything that you do wow you know what i'm saying it's just my teachers told me to do this they told me to, you know this is what i was supposed to do mm. And when you don't have a why, as soon as you hit adversity,
1: mm.
0: it's like you're gonna fold. Mm. Think about it. It's like wow. going into the first game and you never you didn't prepare in the offseason. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like wow. you go into a game, somebody knock you down, it's mm-hmm. like it's gonna be hard to get up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't put in that sweat equity. Wow. You didn't you don't have that, that belief that, you know, I put in too much work to, to lose, you know what I'm saying? -hmm. I'm going to do whatever Mm -hmm. it takes. Like you don't have that, man. You just, you know, and we've been in these schools, man, people just getting by and, Mm. you know, they just doing whatever the bare minimum, they don't have a why they don't know why college is important. Mm. They just, you know, talking to, you know, people just keep telling them something. And then once they get there and they don't have that support, Mm -hmm. that teacher's not there, you know what I'm saying? And something happens. It's like, man, it's easy to fold, like Mm. I said. And I think too, some, especially young men, you know, 18, like they're not mature enough to go to off to college right now. Mm. I think, you know, a gap year is important. I think, you know, sometimes some people may need to work a year. Mm. Some people need to maybe wait a year or two years to mature and really like realize like how this world works. Wow. And one thing that I noticed, you know, from that last summer to this summer that life happened to these guys. Mm. You know, whether it was the George Floyd, whether it was the, you know, going into college and, you know, having to deal with that, you know, getting outside their environment. Um, it it, it matured them, having, you know, a wow. baby. You know what wow. I'm saying? You yeah, I, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it it matured them and it made them have a sense of urgency. Mm. And I think a lot of times, wow. and we've all been young, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times you think like the world is like you have time. Mm. And a lot of times when you feel like you have time you know, you're not as quick to plan or have a plan of action. Wow. And once, you know, you realize that, you know, nobody's forcing you to go to school. Nobody's forcing you to do this, to do that. And now you have to figure it out yourself. You know, that urgency comes that mm. like, dang, I don't know what to do. Wow. You know, mom's tripping, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't mom's baby no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right. grown You're a grown you man, so right. you know you're a man now. Exactly. So you need yeah. to figure it out. So. You know one of the things that you know i've just you know kind of figured out today it's like man these guys really need us because mm. like they're at this stage where it's just like i don't know what to do the world has been telling me to do this and i don't know why i should do this mm. i really don't want to do this but i don't know what else is out there wow exposure. so <laughs> Yeah, exposure 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 mm-hmm. and I think, you know, a lot of times, man, and I just kind of what I'm seeing in this gap is just like, you know, half the young men in Chicago, 18 to 24, are not in school or not working. Wow. And I think a lot of times it's just that, you know, they go through school, they realize that's not it, but there's no other plans. There's Mm. no other thing because everybody has been on this, you know, go to college kick.
1: Mm. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah.
0: And like you said, not yeah. everybody's made for college. Not everybody's prepared. Nobody. A lot of people have not had the education mm-hmm. to succeed in college. Mm. And I just think sometimes at it, a college, a lot of times it's not even about intelligence. Correct. It's about tenacity. It's about discipline. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And a lot of these young men don't have that. Mm. And work, you know, um, um, planning, like all these things are needed in order to get that, you know, that, that, that sense of urgency, that plan, that why, like, okay, yeah. this is what I need to do because, you know, I'm a blink and I'm gonna be
1: 24. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be 30. Wow. Or a father. Yeah. Exactly. It's 20, exactly. right? Like, exactly. yeah. Wow.
0: So I think, man, and even just kind of just this summer has really, you know, uh, put on my heart and I just feel like God's put on my heart to have something for that age group, mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. just to help them to, to, to transition. mm mm-hmm. You know, whatever that is, man, even if it's going to community, I don't know. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But like you said, everybody's not going to college, man. Mm. Everybody don't know why they're going to college. And even if they don't go from high school straight to college, man, they can always work.
1: They can and They always can always work, go man. back. Yes, 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 man. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's so powerful that you are exposing them. And when now I know viewers don't know, but like I'm not talking about us exposing kids to just work. I'm talking about influencers. Yep, I'm man. talking about having yeah, individuals all, to come and have that. have a conversation with them. Yeah. I think that wall is what even speaks even to a higher degree of what has happened, right? Because I think a lot of times you hear exposure and you hear about kids getting in a van and going to another place and like being there for three days and then they come back and maybe they are transformed. I'm not saying that that's not important, but when you allow for them to be at certain tables and speak with people that influence how certain decisions are made, I think that taps into a different level of intellect, a different level of exposure. And I think from those experiences, it only marries the concept of these individuals growing at a, at another level. So big ups, man. I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing to be able to expose them to different levels. Yeah. Um, and so when you diversify the exposure, I think you give them a greater shot at hitting something. Yes. I think when they don't hit it's because they don't have nothing to shoot. They don't have nothing to shoot at. Right. I mean, you want to make sure that you can allow for them to see different things so that they can decide, man. Mm -hmm. So, it's huge.
0: Most definitely. Man. Yeah. Um, one thing I also want to ask you, man, just from a first off a uh, personally and mm-hmm. mental standpoint and then a spiritual standpoint, mm-hmm. what stood out or actually, let me get that right question up. Cause I think this is very powerful. Like how has this summer impacted you personally, mentally? Mm-hmm. I know this was your first summer doing programming mm-hmm. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, experiencing, I don't know if you were here, like, Spirits of full summer mm-hmm, in Chicago. Right, right, right. And just like, you know, kind of how has this impacted you the way you, you know, think or just, you know, feel? Mm-hmm. Like, how
1: has this summer
0: and this program impacted you personally or mentally?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so amazing to see how so much bad can be going on, yet so much good and how the bad is publicized and how the good is kept in a secret closet, right? For me to be able to, while I get into this type of work, not for popularity, Mm -hmm. it's purpose-driven. When it's purpose-driven, I'm more intentional about the 15 that I do have and not asking God every night to bring 95 more into the classroom the next day. Mm -hmm. It's, It's being faithful over a few, right? Which you understand that, quite frankly, as of how it started, you know what I'm saying? The way it transformed me, though, man, was being able to see the pool, right? I I don't think I've ever been able to get the full scope of what's pulling on them, right? Mm -hmm. I, I knew what the news said, and I even knew certain communities. But one powerful perspective that I had in my classroom is that not everybody was from the same community. Yes. You got some students bussing 45 minutes. Yeah. You got some students coming from an hour away yeah. because they feel like this location is, is best. Yeah. Right. And so to see the desire. Mm. Um, I, while I had I had mothers um, crying at the car, I mean, I would greet all my students at the road. So mm. I, I, I never let a student come into the classroom without uh, without me first meeting them um, at the road. I don't let that not even get into the school like I'm talking at the road. I see them at the street mm-hmm. and we're meeting them. And to see mothers crying, to see that there's black, um, black young males like me and yourself that are still in the work mm-hmm. that are still doing it. When you hear that, I, I don't think what I don't think I've been able to measure the weight of a woman's tears. Mm-hmm. I don't think a scale can measure. It's just something about a woman's tears that just don't quite that can't be calculated, yeah. so to speak. That's what I felt as I saw a lot of single mothers, right? And that's talking about another perspective. I mean, that could be a whole different podcast for another day, right? To see the single mothers be so impacted by their young black male being greeted by another black male. Um, That transformed me in ways because I would see mothers cry. Literally, man, I would see them crying. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time. And I'm like, it's not me as much as it is you for getting them here. Right? So and I say this often, you could pretend to care, but you can't pretend to show up. I say that often because that's true. And I started to see the desire that they have for their young kings to learn and to be active and to be engaged. Yeah. For them to come 45 minutes and 30 minutes and an hour away walk to come and, to come and retrieve or to receive what male mogul is giving. It blessed me in another way. Awesome. Um, it, it it and it's a ripple effect, right? Because now I already have students. Hey, what you doing? Like, what what are we doing? Are we are we having this? we like, you know, programming was over last week. Well, do we have something else to do this week? Right. Yeah, so we figure that, that out. That, right. <laughs> next, <that's> next week. <laughs> right. So th- those are things that mm-hmm. and um, those are the things that I feel like you want. Yeah. You want them to be thirsty for knowledge you want them to the Bible says blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled so they shall be filled once once they hunger and thirst for it. Yeah. when you get students in your classroom that doesn't hunger and thirst or in your organization or I mean around you and they don't hunger and thirst for something that's purposeful you better un- you better cut them quick they don't hear they don't they don't thirst or hunger for anything and so they'll fall for anything because they don't know what they're hidden. They don't. They're not hungry for nothing. Most definitely. And so I got to make sure that within this classroom, well, I had to make sure within this classroom that they left hungering and thirsting for more knowledge, uh, for more ways uh, to how to expand their horizon, more, more ways as to how to read certain books or how to acquire knowledge. Those are the things that really transforms my life, man. Most definitely,
0: man. I mm-hmm. think for me, how this summer impacted me is just realizing that. You know, our, our, our work isn't done after they get that high school diploma,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Wow! you know, after we out that classroom or they're going off or their, their next endeavor, I think what I've learned is that, man, they need us even more mm-hmm. at 18, mm-hmm. 19, 20, 21, 22, than they do at 15, mm-hmm. 16, 17, because at that 18, whatever, is no structure. Mm-hmm there's no guidance, mm. just figure it out. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I think for them, it's just like, man, I I, I I, just don't know. And I think that humbleness comes in. I think a lot of times when you, when you in high school, you might be a little cocky. You might think you have it figured out. But once you get that real taste of life,
1: <laughs> it, it wakes you up, man. It wakes you up, man. Life. You realize you
0: don't know what you don't know.
1: You you really don't know, right? And I know you you kind of went into the you say you know yeah. kind of the spiritual perspective. Yeah. Um, and I always will go in and out of that good book. Mm-hmm. But Joseph, when you talk about a seventeen year old teenager, yeah, and you talking about him being sold and you know being in a pit at thirty and being in a pit at seventeen is two different, two different things <laughs> yes. It's two different two yeah. different types of bondage. Yeah, right for me to be. For me to not understand why a cop wants to shoot me at 17, it destroys my mentality in another way. I may have a level of understanding. I may at 35. I don't at 17. So that gives you a deeper level of understanding of who Joseph was and what made him. It was a pit that made a 17 year old teenager. Those things are powerful for me because now I'm understanding. <laughs> this is so funny, man. I know this is like y'all can't see it, well. This is 17 on this water bottle. I'm just looking and yes. those things will start popping up mm. because it's what you are looking at. Mm. Right. It's the perspective is what you see. Yeah. What I see in them is that at 17, they can be at one place and by 30, they can be yeah, running no each different place. Yep. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so we talking 100%. 17 and 30. Yep. What happens in between? And I think you named the age that was quite right directly in the middle, 18 to 24. Joseph would have needed you. Yeah. (laughs) That's deep. That's deep. (laughs) I did not think about that. Right. Joseph would have needed you if he was yelling out from a pit. Would you go get him? I think that's what we should ask every organization. Every 17 year old is crying out from a Mm. pit. Go get him. Yeah. Go make the trade. Right. Go and confront the brothers and say, yo, I'll get him. Yeah. I'll pull them up out of there. And I think that's, for me, what you are, what I'm hearing yeah, you say definitely. about the, that 18 or 24, you're willing to say, hey, I'll get them out.
0: Yeah. Most definitely, man. So I'm going to start this, mm-hmm. man. How is this summer impacting me spiritually, man? I realized that it's a, it's a real war. Mm. And that, you know, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, man, mm-hmm. but against the powers and principalities in the dark places. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I experienced that this summer, man, just even with my mental health, man. It was a a a few days, a week. I just went through just a major depression out of mm. nowhere. Mm. Um, there's been times where I just felt just drained and I just felt like paralyzed. Mm. And, you know, I know that's of the enemy, man. Mm. I know that it's a real spiritual battle, you know, for the, in this city, man, for these young kids' hearts mm. and their spirits, man. And, uh. I don't know, man, just like this, 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 this past few weeks, man, I just been like preparing, like I'm preparing for war, Mm, man, mm. physically, mentally, spiritually, man, whether it's taking boxing classes, man, working (laughs) out, um, you know, going early to just pray by the lake, Mm. man, just meditating, reading. Like, I'm, I'm like, man, like, I I feel like I'm preparing for war Mm -hmm, man. and mm -hmm. I just, you know, I, I I feel that I have to be sharp. Mm. I feel that even just being the leader of this organization and, you know, doing the things and just the the new levels mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm being elevated in, that the organization is being mm-hmm. elevated in, man. It's just, you know, too much is given, much is required, mm-hmm. man. And I just, um, I don't want to move too slowly. I don't want to move too quickly. I want to move correctly and in God's timing. Mm-hmm. And I need to be, you know, in the right place position mentally physically spiritually in order to do that so i take it seriously mm-hmm. man. so mm-hmm. for you man how's this something impacted you spiritually
1: um I, and it, it was something that you just said that really stuck with me mm-hmm. um you were basically speaking of as you go to new levels there's different principalities yeah they're warring again for your no, most peace warring for your joy right yeah. and so with it like it's almost as if elevation marries sanctification most definitely Right. As you elevate, you must be set apart that much more in your Mm. discipline. Yeah. In the way in which you move each and every day with your relationships, with your marriage, with every single level of your life. If there's elevation, there's also separation, yeah, whether you want it or not. Right. Every degree. Right. We don't know how the separation is going to happen. So for me this summer, I think what I was able to understand from a spiritual perspective is that as I elevate, right, um, and also separate for only that, for only the moment to give myself enough energy to carry forward. Because this city makes you perform under pressure. All the time. <laughs> this city so makes this, you do that. This city is pressure, man. <laughs> this city is pressure. <laughs> uh, I heard a TNT analyst one time say a, a guy was, you know, like he was on in like the fourth quarter, and he says, when squeezed, whatever is in you will come out. Mm. right and that goes back to the globe analogy right mm-hmm. as long as you put in positivity in it once it does fall and it has an amount of positive energy in it it's easy to come together 100%. when i don't make it in college if i've told this kid enough you're gonna make it you're gonna make it may not go to college but he'll get a job yeah may not be able to be on a college campus but he has a home and able to lead his family yeah those are the things that allows for me to see that what you plant or public, I always say public victories are a result of private sacrifices. Yeah. Right. So that private sacrifice, those words that you put into that young man Mm -hmm. or young woman, people, you know, I, I think what you, what you plant into them once they do hit, right. Once they do hit that moment in their life, they will live on them powerful words. They will live on that hug. They'll live on that conversation. So, Understanding how powerful those words is and it's a direct correlation to my elevation.
0: Definitely.
1: Most yeah. definitely,
0: man. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you said the word pressure, man. This is a song I've been bumping, mm-hmm. man, for, you know, a few weeks now, man. It's that Nas new album, man. It's called King's Disease yes. 2. And the first mm-hmm. song is called Pressure. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, I can relate to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And as, um, you know, there's, there's different phases in a man's life, man. You know, you have mm-hmm. your you know that boyhood that childhood you get that you know cowboy stage where mm-hmm. you're just you know doing any and everything mm-hmm. you get to that warrior stage mm-hmm. man kind of like when we were playing football mm-hmm. you know you get to that lover stage mm-hmm. where you know you become that husband mm-hmm. become that you know that, that that provider that that father then you get into this king stage mm-hmm. man and you know this year man i've been just kind of embracing you know, um um Randy gave us a great book, man, gave me a great book mm. called uh uh Becoming King mm-hmm. and what that entails, man. And when becoming a king, man, there is pressure. Yeah. Because like, you know, everybody's saying that you should be doing something different. And sometimes you have to make the unpopular decision,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. what I'm oh, my goodness. You yes. know,
0: as opposed yes. to, or sometimes you may have to take, make the illogical, especially if you're moving in the spirit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. It's just like, why would everything is telling you to do this mm-hmm. and you have to be, you know, you know, confident in yourself and confident what God gave you. Just like, I know this makes sense, mm-hmm. but God is, moving, mm-hmm. <laughs> is telling me to do no this. No doubt. No doubt. You know, and, and it's just, it's pressure, man. It's yes. pressure having people depend on you.
1: Oh my goodness, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> oh man, it's, it's, it's so pressure, good. man. It's pressure.
0: Mm-hmm. That, you know, if you fall, man, it's gonna be a whole line of people mm-hmm. that's gonna fall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's 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 real, man. Yeah, the pressure is
1: real. Yeah, it's the cross you are chosen to carry. Yeah. Right? It's like he any man that wants to be my disciple, he must deny himself first, yeah, pick up his cross and follow me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we quite understand how heavy the crosses of leaders is, right? Those those crosses are heavy. Definitely. This is so so powerful of a perspective that Simon and Cyrene was picked out of the crowd to pick Christ to pick Christ's cross up and carry it. Yeah. Now now surely Christ, like, what is the perspective in that, right? And it's having those individuals around you. So as I although I hear. You know, it's that pressure, and I, both we both been up under yeah. it. But there's been days I've been able to go into the album and say, "Hey, Walt, man, like, look, I just got to be real with you, man. Like, life right now is this, and yeah. if I didn't have that individual to help me with the pressure, yeah. right, I would definitely sink. Yeah, man. Right. I, mean, I, t- I called you last <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I called so, you. Hey, I'm like, hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, I'm tired, brother. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's like, man, I'm I'm grateful to be around individuals. That God has blessed me with that that helps me to handle the pressure. Yeah, right. Um, because I know it's here, and you can't handle all of the pressure that comes with this city alone. You need help. So, definitely, man, I understand pressure.
0: Okay, man, <laughs> last question, man. We about to ran. We've been out here almost for an hour, man. So it seemed like it just yep. time just went, just went by. <laughs> I just last question, Mm -hmm. man. And uh, we probably get into this in the next podcast, Mm -hmm. man. What are you looking forward to this fall, man, from Mm -hmm. a spiritual perspective, from a program perspective, Mm -hmm. from a male
1: mogul? Like, what are you looking forward Mm -hmm. to this fall? uh, So spiritually, I'll go spiritually, then I'll go male mogul. Spiritually, I'm looking for spiritual development. Mm. That's one word that has been in my spirit. Mm-hmm. And if you had to marry that, if spiritual development had a first cousin in my book, it would be radical transformation. Mm-hmm. So how do you sp- how do you develop spiritually while doing it radically mm. and radically maybe putting chalk on the sidewalk? Yeah, radically, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Confronting the young 15 year old that's ready to commit to the game. Yeah, that's radical transformation. I can't wait. Yeah. Right. Because the streets is not waiting. Yeah. Right. And so then when you marry that with Mel mogul, I think if you had if on, if on spiritual development if we had two you know sides right if if spiritually it was spiritual spiritual development and then I said the the sister or the cousin would be radical transformation to seek and positively transform the way young men live and lead in their community like it's how do you do that radically it's giving them opportunities it's opening up a box and allowing for them to take control of their product it's it's doing that radically though it's doing it in a way that it captures the heart. Yeah. And for me to see that continue to grow, how do, how, so how do we take the initial um, interaction? We all know like the baptism is one thing, but after the water is another, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's all like, and I'm not gonna give this false perception that once you lead a water or once you leave clarification or intellectual Degree or, or degree of enlightenment that things get easier. Yeah, it don't. As yeah. you rise higher, the devils get stronger. It seem like like oh, they definitely. on creatine, like they oh, like they lift weights. You know what I'm oh, saying? Definitely. Like yo, what you what what gym you go to? Yeah. Yo, it's so like I have to make sure that from a personal perspective, I'm feeding them spiritually because I've been in this city for the amount of time that I have, and I know what they lack. Yeah, and what they lack is somebody feeding them spiritually while also understanding that from an educational perspective it has to be radical in the classroom it has to be radical lessons it can't be it can't be out of religion out of a systemic approach that's been failing for years it has to be able to i call it ingenuity right being ingenious like going to the classroom and being able to present them with a plastic globe and saying yo don't drop it it was definitely radically so those two words, man, are probably sum up what I'm looking forward to the most. And of course, that comes in the, for, in, in the form of programming. Yeah. Um, we have some opportunities to where we're actually able to minister to the students. Yeah. But without getting too expensive, expansive mm-hmm. spiritual development on one side, radical mm-hmm. transformation on the other. Now we're looking for the wedding, yeah. right? Now it's the wedding. How do we continue to grow that bond stronger? And I believe God is going to do it in a powerful way. Most definitely, man. I think for
0: me, what I'm looking forward to, man, and the word that's been on my spirit, and I've been telling you for a long time, ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. how do we connect the dots, man? Mm -hmm. How does a person transition from 16-year-old to your program, you know, come into, Mm -hmm. you know, this work program, understand, you know, if maybe college Mm -hmm. is not for them, what are the other options? Like, Mm -hmm. how do we build this thing in which we can create a system in which, you know, we can see young men prosper and Mm -hmm. succeed, you know, and uh, like you said, be radical doing Mm -hmm. it because it's not going to be any approach that has been done before. It's got to be radical. It's got to be, you know, uh, innovative Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm looking forward and I feel God has, you know, given me, you know, the vision Mm -hmm. in order to to carry it out, man. And Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like you said, you know, that, that, that vision could be heavy, Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah,
0: (laughs) you know, and, um, but I, I, I'm here, man, I'm Mm -hmm. for it, man. And I just believe we have the right team and I feel like we have the right partners Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's all coming together, man. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. And with that, Mm -hmm. man, it's, uh, it's about that time, man. Mm -hmm. Any Mm -hmm. closing remarks, man, anything (laughs) you want to say when we get up out of (laughs) here?
1: Hey man, it's August. Number eight is the number new beginnings. Mm. So as you hear this, allow for your life to go to a level of new beginnings and allow for yourself to be transformed from the inside out. Allow the day to be a new beginning. Be blessed and may God bless you. My man, we out.
0: Episode number four. Mm-hmm. See you till next time.
1: Mm-hmm.